Welcome to the Slay the Giant podcast. Hey, Slay family, are you ready to slay your giant, conquer your fears, and pivot into your future? The time is now for you to be all God has created you to be. It will take intentionality, reflection, and movement. Are you ready to do the work to win? My guests and I are ready to speak life and purpose into you. Well, let's get to it, Giant Slayers. Hey, Giant Slayers, welcome back to episode two. I have my friend and evangelist, Shalandria Taylor. She's a mighty woman of God, dynamic preacher, mentor. Um, she is the founder and church girls gone wild and the young esters incorporated um she's a mighty woman of god and um as you know um this month's and this year's theme is all about pivoting and i know that um this woman of god will have um some empowering words to share with you but i want to share with you what this theme has meant for me um i'm telling you i am pivoting in every area I'm shifting in all areas um, because I refuse to allow 2022 to look like 2021. I got to have some change. I need God to give me some breakthrough in certain areas. And I've seen him do some things in 2021 that I'm just expecting and anticipating even greater. So I have um, definitely been taking this year very seriously. Um, and you know, at the start of every year, we do a fast and we do a prayer because we really want to hear God for the year. But on top of that, just really taking more time and spending in the presence of God. So part of my pivot and my shift and my turn has been to really embrace um, the presence of God and studying the, presence, the the word of God like never before. Like I wake up in the word, I go to sleep in the word. And it's part of my practice um, to do this because I really want to know him and I really want to know the power of the Lord. Um, and another part of it is um, even in my work practice, um, I have shifted in so many ways. And many of you can attest to the fact that you have had to pivot. And so I'm going to invite uh, my sister, uh, Shalandria Taylor, to kind of share um, her perspective on the word pivot and anything she has um, experienced with this season of pivoting and um, talking about this this new year as well. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much um, to my sister, Ashley, for inviting me to come. I'm always excited to be a part of anything that she does, especially when we're talking about the giant slayers. Yeah. Um, this, yeah, this has been quite a past couple of years. Mm. Um, yeah. And mm -hmm. it, I think I just put a video up the other day about how people have had to go through the year, that there are people who have had to cry their way through. There are people who have laughed their way through, but you made it through. Um, and this was not easy. I don't, I don't think any of us have been living in a time where the entire world is dealing primarily with the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Where Absolutely. this is something that nobody knows what to do. And we're the generation that's kind of, we lived before there were cell phones in every hand and computers in every house to the point to where now robots are a thing now. So it's like, yeah. how do I mesh? How, what is going on? You know, right. so it, it's mentally, uh, emotionally, and, and not even, not even wanting to get into the people who are grieving and the death and how you've had to oh jump goodness. back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have no time to think, 
you know, there was no time to prepare for this. So right. yeah, it's definitely been um, a, a wow season, but you know, the, 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 all the, the, the pandemic and all these things may change, but God does not. So that's one thing we can depend on. Absolutely. And I think, you know, when I, out of all the things I thought about when you were talking is the fact that, you know, with all these shifts happening, you know, God remains the same and he stabilizes us. He strengthens, yes. strengthens us and he, he allows us to be sustained in a season where a lot of things are happening and, and, and shifting. And I don't know about you, but one thing I can testify is that God has been faithful even throughout the pandemic. Um, and God has helped me to um, recognize that the things that I rely on and the things that I uh, may have, you know, had a lot of confidence in. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, nope, uh, we're going to take that away. <laughs> <laughs> snatch. Right. <laughs> I'm going to snatch that back. <laughs> I'm going to get that. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have you rely on, you know, God and, and, my, and his presence. And, um, you know, even as young creatures, one of the things that we've had to kind of shift with is, um, when you preached Giant Slayers two years ago, you did it. It was a virtual event, you know, and a lot of yeah. things we're doing is virtual. And I think God is intentional. You know, he nothing takes him by surprise. And this pandemic didn't surprise him at yeah. all. He knew all about it. And so, you know, even the fact that we're preaching to empty pews, you know, even the fact that sometimes we have to preach to ourselves and not worry about anyone in the crowd or anyone in the yeah. audience or, you know, that whole, you know, praise break moment, which we love, but, you know, all that stuff got pulled back and it was like, no, just worship me for who I am in spirit and in truth, you know, and all the other things that we got comfortable with and used to not necessarily, you know, a part of um, anything that we're really supposed to do. But God was like, no, you're going to, I'm going to strip you down to the things that really, really matter. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, that has been impactful. And I know that I have had to pivot um, as a, as a young minister, as a young evangelist. And yeah. can you share a little bit about that? Yeah. As far as the aspect of, of church or the aspect of evangelism. Yeah. The, the pivot um, in the ministry as well. Woo. What an adjustment. You know what? But, um, uh, at first it was cool. Like, right. oh, you don't have to kind of deal with the, 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 the cruelty or the faces of the people. But mm -hmm. after a while, it's like, hey, we need some amens in here. Right. You know, like it right. was, it was, it was very difficult to adjust, especially for people. Um, how do I put it? For people uh, who love people, for people mm -hmm. who love talking to people and it's not just about the reaction of people it's about right. them you knowing that they're getting the word you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying from their expression or from mm -hmm. their hallelujah or from their shout you know we quicken in a minute anything you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying to say Absolutely. man i got this you don't know that you don't you can't see that across the airway mm -hmm. you don't know if anybody's getting or if you have any amen so i think if anything i think like you mentioned earlier how it kind of stripped us of all the unnecessary things that we have kind of grown accustomed to doing mm -hmm. to literally having just to depend on the word. Mm -hmm. It used to be that we needed a crowd. It used to be that we needed uh, all these lights and cameras and actions and, and flyers and uh-uh. Right now you need a preacher, the, the, the graphics person and your camera people are the most important people in your church right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
what a shift this thing has been. But I, I do think that it brought us um, to a very humbling point to where it brought us back to the word. And for me, especially, I am a very talk fasty kind of person. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, when I'm preaching, I don't, I'm not long winded, huh? I'm gonna get to my text and I'm gonna sit down and um, the Holy Ghost is gonna do what he wants to do. But it forced me to slow down. Mm-hmm. It forced yes. me to slow down. It forced me to teach. Mm-hmm. It forced me to really um, become more transparent uh, with my own personal testimonies that, that we find in, in uh, my own personal, you know, with the ones in the scripture. So it, I, it did, it stripped us of a lot of unnecessary things that maybe we were doing. Yes, we miss it. And there are some, you know, churches even opening back up, but it has been an adjustment, but it's been such a good adjustment. It's been a good adjustment. It's been a good pivot. So, yeah, uh, absolutely. And you're right. There are so, some people who are used to they're extroverts. They're used to being around people. They're used to talking a lot. They're used to having a lot of interaction um, with people and to now, you know, have to be in isolation and right. dealing with like loss and, you know, different illnesses and sickness. You know, some folks are dealing with flu Rona. It's just so <laughs> many facets. They just to put this. them together. That wouldn't right. work. Right. <laughs> So now you just, you got to be mindful of all the symptoms. <laughs> you just got, you, you almost like your own little doctor. And then you're doing right. your own at home COVID test. <laughs> I don't, I don't have an MD behind my, I don't, right. I'm not a doctor. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they, they don't want us to, they don't want us in this. They want you to do it at home. <laughs> yeah. I'm but the, you know, the, the, it's the reality of where we are and we got to recognize like, yeah. you know, even in the midst of everything that's happening, Yes, God has a purpose and God um, has a will, but we got to pivot. So one of the things that, you know, I've learned to do is I have been doing Zoom calls with friends. I have, listen, if I need a moment, I'm like, I need to see your face. I can't touch yeah. you, but let's FaceTime and let's connect because we need community. We need each other, especially in the body of Christ. Absolutely. You know, that's one of the benefits of, you know, being a part of a, a, a body and a communion of people is the fact that we, you have a group of people you can rely on and you can tell them what's going on and you can talk through things and process through things. And that's a beautiful thing. And that's one of the things I had to pivot in is like, you know, I had to reach out. I had to learn. Mm. Sometimes we expect everyone to call us and like, you know, we sit in our little yeah. silo and be like, oh, they ain't calling me. They ain't take no, you, this right. is the season. You may need to figure you out what's going on with them exactly and do the check-in because you know it's a lot happening um with everyone and i just think it's necessary for us to just you know um try to find community as best as we can connect with people don't be alone don't you know find yourself in a place where you feel like you're hopeless or um you don't have anyone to connect with definitely um you know try to find family or community that can support you in this time for sure for sure one of the scriptures that kind of came to mind when I thought about the pivot um, was Ruth 1 and 120. And we're familiar with the story of um, yeah. Ruth and Naomi. Um, and Naomi says, don't call me Naomi. She told them, call me Mara because the mighty has made my life very better. 
So she has gone through a very difficult season. Um, she has gone through and she has to go back to her people um, in a very difficult state, losing her mm -hmm. sons and her husband. Um, and now she's back here and she says, don't call me Naomi, call me Mara, call me the bitter one. Um, but there is a pivot in the story um, where she now sees her responsibility, her assignment, her role, which is to pour out into Ruth. Um, her, her assignment is to become a, a mother, um, to become the woman to mentor um, Ruth in her next role, which is to become a wife to Boaz. Um, and in that, she found her assignment. And even um, when God allowed them to birth the children and she was the, the nurse and the mother um, to that child. But I think it's powerful that you can be in one season at one time and you can be in your bitter moment. And God can shift you if you see yes. what God is doing, if you recognize what the assignment is, if you recognize right. what God is doing, you yeah. God can really shift you and pivot you into where he wants you to be. And I think that's important is like, we can't get stuck in this season thinking, no. oh, you know, because we've been in the pandemic for a little while now. So we got to settle our heart that this right. is where it's going to be, right? Right, for right. Little, little season. But we, we have, we have some control over how our, our mindset, our attitude, and all of the things that we, um, you know, can bring to the season um, to make it better, to make it good for us. Um, for so sure. are there any things that you could share with our audience um, just regarding that pivot um, in, in, you know, in ministry, in life, in general? Um, I'm sure our audience is dealing with things. What are some things that you can share with them regarding that shift? Um, I think you mentioned something even about the thoughts. One thing that I say often is uh, you cannot control the thoughts that come into your mind, but you can control how long they stay. You cannot control what comes in. You cannot That's stop good. that traffic. You cannot stop that traffic, but That's you can good. control. You, you do have the ability to pick and choose. Okay, well, that thought I'll block out. This one I'll accept. And it, right. it takes a lot of mental strength and a lot of mental energy to be consistent. That's the thing with the, with the story of Ruth and Naomi. Even though they were hurting, they were mm -hmm. broken, they've lost loved ones, they've lost sons, they've lost all of this. Mm -hmm. They were consistent. Mm -hmm. And sometimes yep. that consistency had highs, sometimes that consistency had lows, but they were consistent. And after a while, consistency, no matter how she did it, consistency paid off, you know? So I think that's one thing that we, we have to capitalize on is like, if you don't give your thoughts or your thoughts an assignment, they're gonna go and you, it's like children. You know, if you don't give a child a schedule or hey, at eight, we're doing this, at 11, you're going to bed, at, at seven, you're eating, they're gonna kind of leave it to themselves to do what it wants to do. That's how your mind operates. You have to give your mind an assignment, even if it's not some big assignment like, you know, today we got to we got to write a 30 page thesis and, you know, or conquer the world. No, no, no. Sometimes it's giving your mind little tasks so that it does not go left, because it, it, especially in this time, we definitely have the ability to go left. We definitely have the ability to say, you know what, I can't do this and sit in a room with the lights off for three and four and 10 days at a time. It can happen, it is happening. Or allowing anxiety and different thoughts of, 
failure or whatever to to override everything that you know i'm not gonna it's easier said than done but it takes so much mental strength and this is why we need that the help of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says he, he's our paracletos. He literally means he walks alongside of us. There are things that we cannot do in our own strength. Then why would the Bible say that his strength is made perfect in our weaknesses? He knew we would have weaknesses. He knows what we're made of. He knows this pandemic was coming. And now it is our job to trust him, trust his integrity to be who he says he's going to be. That's our job. I, 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 you don't expect you don't expect me to do this in my own strength. I'm I am only human, but you know when when we trust the integrity of God and trust who He is in us and to us and and while He is with us, I think it'll help us a little bit more. But mainly consistency, whether it's you going hardcore or you're doing you know small tasks every day, it is the consistency. Uh, that paid off, and that's with and that's with every almost every character that we could see in the Bible had to have some kind of form of consistency, which ended up paying off. And then thoughts again, you can't control the thoughts that come into your mind, but you can't control how long they stay. You have to give your mind an assignment. If you want to pivot, if 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 you want to turn and do something different, you have to give your thoughts, give your mind an assignment. Because if not, it's going to do what it wants to do, which creates anxiety, which creates more worry, which creates more stress, which creates I'm never going to get out of this. I have to give my mind an assignment. And the way that even some of us do it is by the word of God. Well, prove it in the text. The Bible says man shall not live by bread alone, but out of every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God or give us this day our daily bread. Uh, we need the word of God daily. Some of us can't go a week or two or Sunday to Sunday. You know, I'm gonna just open my Bible on Sunday when I come to church. That may be your thing, but there are some of us that can't do that because our minds need to be renewed daily. Why? Because I'm being stripped daily. The, the enemy is coming to attack my mind daily. And the only way that I can combat that it's through the word of God. Thine word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. I need the word of God to stabilize me so that uh, uh, my thoughts won't take over. Absolutely. And once we have that mind in check, you know, yeah. our, our, our motives, our actions will, will be different. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll respond differently because our mind is in check because our, our thoughts are in order. And sometimes, yeah. you know, one of the things I, I was uh, listening to a podcast today and talking about overthinking and how sometimes mm. we allow our mind to just run away with us with thoughts that aren't real with thoughts that they are never exist. going to happen. Right, exactly. It's like, this, bro, this is not going to happen. This is in your head, you know? And, you know, sometimes the enemy likes to play on our thoughts too, um, to confuse us and to get us yeah. in this place of hopelessness or get us in these thoughts of fear and anxiety and worry. And, and we tend to perseverate over thoughts and just let them For linger sure. in our mind. But we have to take authority with our mouth. Yeah. Um, and sometimes when we hear or see that thought or whatever is happening and we, we got to say, no, in the name of Jesus, that's not what's going to happen. Right. You know, you got to right. declare the word of God immediately, you know, have a, a, a word to speak against that thought, to counteract that thought, to bring sure. that thought into to captivity because our, our thoughts, if we allow it to get away from us, it can really, 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 it um, will run. Yes, it will go. And, um, we yeah. can't allow it. We have to take authority over 
over our minds. Um, and I believe that that's what God is calling us to do is we got we got to take authority over that thing. Is there anything you would like to share just as a closing statement with our um, it's been such a blessing to have you. And, you. Um, you know, I, I've enjoyed this talk so much. Um, and I know that others will want to hear more from you and follow your ministry. I follow you and I enjoy uh, the, the clips. And then I have to go find where the word is. I'm, I need, hold, I need more. <laughs> I'm going to do better. I'm doing better in 2020 about that. I'm going to do so much better about posting. I really oh, it ain't juices. You posting. I'm just trying to find the whole sermon. <laughs> But we're so, we're so, um, you know, I, I love your ministry. I love what you're Thank doing you. and the impact that you're having um, on the world um, and uh, the impact you're having on young people in general. Just if you can just share a few, um, any, any words of wisdom you want to share and then um, tell us how we can stay connected with you. For sure. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, we always have a good time. We oh, always, sure. you're, yeah. you're always able to uh, speak what's really going on without just kind of sugarcoating it. So I appreciate you for that. Absolutely. Um, I guess the words of wisdom aside being consistent is not being afraid to fail. A lot of us don't do things because our thoughts, we go with that overthinking, oh, yeah. already project an ending that mm -hmm. doesn't even exist. Wow. How do you know if you don't try and even if it does fail try something else you know what i'm saying like we we hold ourselves hostage and we talk about this big great god and all these things that he's doing when it comes to us we put ourselves in such a small box and say well i don't want to step outside of there why why not where there is no risk there is no reward where there is no risk there is no reward so what if it does not work the first time, nobody's judging you, but you. So what? Try something else. You don't think that if, if, if a God that has made us as creative as he is, that he, is, he has not put that same creativity inside of you to try it again, prove it in the text. He wiped out, he wiped out a, a people. He said, I'm sick of y'all. I'm wiping you out. And guess what he did? He did it again. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I mean, if he says, you know what, I'm going to tweak some stuff. There's, there's a righteous family here. You know, however they populated, they populated. Yeah, you know I'm saying? And, and had to do it again. It's okay to do it again. Even if you have to do it different, do not be afraid to fail because you're afraid of judgment or afraid of what people are going to say. Ah, because you have no idea how close you are to your finish. You have no idea how close you are to tapping into your genius. You have no idea how close you are into getting into the place where you get to that aha moment and you're like, wow, this was here the whole time. Absolutely. It took a few tries to get there, but you'll get there. Don't quit. Consistency. You cannot control the thoughts that come into your mind. And uh, that last point I made about just, just trying, mm -hmm. even if it fails. Right. Keep trying absolutely no one is judging your process but you we can't judge each other's process i can't judge ashley's process i actually can't judge my process because mm -hmm. we're two different people with two different assignments with two mm -hmm. different purposes yes 
uh, as believers, you know, we have we have that that call, you know, to serve God and to serve people. But as individuals, we have different assignments Absolutely. and different ways that God takes us through those paths of locating and living out those assignments. So comparison is the killer of confidence. You cannot spend your entire time comparing yourself to other people and what because it you lose confidence in in this great thing that God has placed on the inside of you. So that's my closing thought. I, I pray that you were blessed. I pray that you know that there was there was so much more for you. God has so much more for you. There are, there are things that I, literally eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, nor has it entered to the hearts of men what God is going to do for you. You are a prized possession and the devil would hate for you to know how special you really are to God, how special you are to the people around you and that what you have in you is worth fighting for. Absolutely. Absolutely. And where can we connect with your ministry? What, what, for um, sure. Um, social media, media of course. Your, yeah. Uh, Shalandria Taylor on Facebook, Shalandria Taylor on Instagram. Make sure it's the right Shalandria Taylor because let me tell you, we got a few imposters out there that are trying to take the same. Oh, right. I know about um, those. <laughs> that's not me, Saints. I won't ask for your money, huh? Right. Um, so yeah, there. Um, be on the lookout for Church Girls Gone Wild. For those of you who do follow me, that's our annual conference that we do every year. We've had Church Girls Gone Wild. Church Girls Gone Wild. <laughs> yeah, we have Church to pick Girls that. Gone. We have to put that in there. Yeah, Church Girls Gone Wild. Um, and then our mentorship program, Young Esther's Incorporated, is a mentorship program that. Uh, challenges women in the areas of intercession, intellect, and influence. Uh, we'll be starting back those mentor sessions up very soon. Um, so yeah, that's how you can find me. Social media outlets, www.shalandriataylor.com. Like again, Facebook, Instagram. I'm on Twitter every now and then. I'm working on that. That's that pivot. Hmm? That's that pivot. Yes, but nice. uh, yeah, so that that's how you can you can stay with me. Absolutely. Well, thank you again. Um, and I, I want to encourage my audience to go find her ministry, follow her um, because she's doing some great things for the kingdom of God. And, and I think you're going to be blessed. I know you're going to be blessed. Please leave a review. God bless you all. And uh, we'll see you again. Bye-bye. Good night. Thank you for listening to Slay the Giant podcast. Thank you for being a part of what God is doing. And if you would like to leave a review, please do so on Apple Podcasts. Also, please email us at playthegiantpodcast at gmail.com. Look forward to talking with you again. See ya.